0: here's how it goes. A show where we watch movie trailers, make predictions, and see how close we came. Today, we'll see how we did for X, and then make predictions for Red Rocket. But first, let's get caught up on what we're watching. I'm Matt Rundle, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host and friend. He's a man who will not only hold the camera, he'll star in the movie, too.
1: It's my Yo, everybody. <laughs> Hey, hey, I don't know if I... I was cringing I, as you were saying the intro. I was like, where is he going to go with this? And I don't know <laughs> if I appreciate that one. I don't know. I'm saying you're a star. Yeah. <laughs> am I? Am I church mouse? <laughs> church mouse, that's right. <laughs> um, I just realized this. I mean, I'm, I'm jumping ahead here a little bit, but I didn't realize we're doing back-to-back A24 movies. I knew that. But back-to-back movies that revolve around the porn industry yeah unintentional but uh no not yeah. intentional at all but anyway we'll we'll get there we'll get there how have you been sir
0: I've been good we kind of hinted at the fact that I haven't been doing anything but you uh you've been doing some summer
1: stuff I've been doing some summer stuff um went camping uh with my family and there were some friends in the in the area that we were camping which is uh sandbanks here in southern Ontario over, Prince, over, okay. said, yeah, over Prince Edward County oh uh, pardon I was Prince Edward County. oh yeah okay. we, yeah Prince Edward County so we camped in our pop-up trailer and so some of our friends uh, were staying at a cottage nearby, so we saw them a little bit, um, and we did a bit of our own thing too. But yeah, that was lovely. It was great. Um, it was the longest time we've been camping with our kids because they're so small that we've always kind of been like, "Yeah, maybe just a weekend or something like this." So this was um, four nights, five days. So uh, not not like a crazy week. We were building up to that this summer, but uh, it was. How still... were
0: they by day four?
1: They were good. They were okay. exhausted. They were exhausted. Exhausted, but they were they were good. They were in good spirits. I think because the friends of the cottage, some of them have had kids that helped them slash us. Whereas this the next camping trip we're doing in a couple weeks, it's just the four of us. So I don't know how that'll be. It'll be more of us having to sort of entertain them more as opposed to pointing them at the kids their own age. You gotta exhaust them early. Yeah,
0: I imagine exhausted is better to deal with than uh, than lively. <sighs> it's Except it's a, hit a, a miss, I guess. Yeah. yeah, I was
1: gonna say you can get overtired, and then that becomes a, you can go past the, the the sweet spot, and then it's then it turns into hell on earth, scorched earth. <laughs> you want that sweet spot of just dopey mild exhaustion, exactly, before the anger exactly. of being tired <laughs> that's it. Exactly. Uh, so I, yeah, I was sort of saying off air like yeah, we've been we did that, so we were away for the Canada Day long weekend, which is about a week ago, I guess, as of this recording just about. Um, And other than that, it was just sort of like prep, you know, I was wrapping up some work, my wife was wrapping up some work, we were both kind of busy at the end of June. So we really... I don't really have much to talk about on my end of things. I watched some stuff, but none of it's necessarily new. Like, I'll say that we finished Wayne and loved okay. it. Great. Great, Reco, by you. And I think I mentioned way back when you watched it, is that I heard um another podcast I listened to. The guy was raving about it. And yes, we really enjoyed it. Sad, sad, funny kind of show. Dark comedy. Kind of in the same world as... Reservation dogs, as far as like the sad, funny, but obviously completely different types of stories. But, um, but yeah, really end, of like that.
0: end of the effing world is kind of what I compare it to that one you haven't seen, but it's that was like more thematically the same. Yeah, it's got the feel of reservation dogs, but very much also also the feel and kind of the same concept of, of end of the effing world of couple, yeah, couple going yeah, on essentially.
1: Yeah, so uh, that was good. Um, I don't what know if you we are ending on it
0: without, without getting spoilery because, yeah, it was canceled after season one. They obviously intended to do it season two based off the ending but I didn't find like it left me hanging like there was there's a teaser no, at the end but you, a... it was kind of like okay like I, I see what his plan is kind of
1: I see yeah I, I got an idea of where season two was going to go or at least at the start of season two um, no I enjoyed it I yeah it didn't leave me super cliffhangery, and because it was one season and because they were half hour episodes i like I mentioned before I hate sort of getting invested in shows and they die on me but this one I was okay with it maybe because I knew going in that it was never going to like go on for like seasons and seasons but it was still still a good 10 10 episodes still told the story yep. i needed to see yeah that's on prime um, wasn't it for that's prime watching. yeah and then the other thing we've been watching which has been taking up the majority of our time but as of this recording we are still not done is stranger things season four um I know we talked about it last episode. I don't think you, you said that you sort of bailed out several seasons ago. Well, season four, if I didn't already say it, like the last several episodes are all like an hour and twenty, hour and a half. So you're basically watching movies. So and then on Canada Day they released part two of season four, which consisted of, I guess, technically two episodes. But the first of the first of the part two was an hour and a half episode, which we watched, and then mm-hmm. the second one, which we still have yet to watch is two and a half hours so interesting i like that they can pretty well do whatever they want with the length and how they
0: cut it up essentially
1: yeah and and you know what i said this before i really am into this season a lot really a lot like my excitement is back towards season one I, I enjoyed seasons two and three, um, but there is it kind of meanders a bit, and there's some missteps. This one is firing on all cylinders, and even though there's like hour and a half episodes, and I guess it's like I'm invested in this show, like I am in. So um, so yeah, we really we really enjoyed it. But yeah, like I said, because uh, because I think since we last recorded, we watched like I guess four of these episodes. They were essentially like four movies. So that's all we've really I can really talk about right now is way yeah, I, I, I was up to date on um,
0: on Stranger Things like I've seen the first three seasons and I started to watch the first episode of season four of the new season it didn't okay. grab me right watched oh, the whole one so I watched the whole first episode it didn't grab me right away like Stranger Things tends to be it's slow burn at the start and I will yeah. go back on your on your recommendation for it I'll go back and uh, and watch it I will at some point but yeah, yeah
1: I, I hope so I liked
0: it, it it didn't get its hooks in me right away but yeah I'll give I'll give it a shot he's got enough praise and then, about it
1: yeah I mean and then the end of the thing is I guess I brought up last week, but we didn't talk about it because you were still hadn't finished it. Was Obi Wan? Now I don't know if I don't know if that's something you watched.
0: Yes, I finished Obi Wan.
1: Okay, so what did you think of Obi Wan? It was fine. Yeah, it gets better. We, I feel yes. Like we kind of so- cri-
0: we kind of criticized like the chase scenes and stuff at the start, which everybody's criticizing. The first, yeah, the first two episodes, there was a bit of cheese. Yeah, it was fine. It got better. I liked the the one that was set in the kind of the underwater base. Like mm-hmm. that, like the feel of the whole, the show in general didn't really have the Star Wars feel to me that much. That one did though. And I li- I liked how that one was shot and that one was pretty good. All in all, yeah, I thought Leia was still weak and I thought there was a lot of cheese in it, but there was some, there was some, it was fine. Let's say that.
1: Yeah, no, there's definitely some missteps. Like, it, like I don't want to go through every- every every episode especially if people haven't listened to them but um but that one episode you're talking about i think that's episode four like the one thing that stuck out to me is like so obi-wan swims up this hatch to get on into the base where the hell did he swim from (laughs) like she either dropped him right in front of the base which would have been probably seen by somebody i would hope or she dropped him like five kilometers out or something and that's a (laughs) hell of a swim he just had (laughs) i didn't
0: think of that until you brought it up but yeah the, what got me was the, what got me was the whispering through the the. They have that big, huge steel blast door, and right. Obi wan and her are whispering to each other through it. And I, I guess you could say. I mean, their mouths were moving and they're whispering. I guess you could say maybe they were using the Force to speak, right. but <laughs> it yeah, really looked yeah. like they were whispering through a foot of steel.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's there is some missteps for sure. It is not as as well put together as The Mandalorian, in my opinion. But there's enough fan service. I don't know if you want to call it like that like that I found things enjoyable I like the showdown with him and Vader in the final episode and I like how that was done that was very well thing, done with Vader's mask open and Hayden and James Earl's voices like com- coming in and out Yep, like that and, and the light on his face like every time there's like kind of a glimpse of Anakin still being there like it was blue on his face from Obi-Wan's sword and then it would switch to sort of red as he was with, like, kind of moving his sword around and when he became more Darth Vader and that was that was very well done and 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 I like there was some stuff and again again episode five like I like when they take the base and Vader comes in and like takes that ship down like that was kind of cool like seeing Vader like more badass than we've ever seen him yeah um, I mean if
0: he could do that when he was fighting Luke in the trench he could have just you know forced Luke's ship into the side
1: of the trench wall but there's, hey. <laughs> yeah there's some questions you can't about really that. judge the the original ones based off of uh, the later ones right. but um, yeah I'm glad I watched it and yeah it it's fine it's fine so what is so yeah, that's that's all I really have I've seen. What you had mentioned again, seeing some other things. Obviously, one was Obi Wan, and one was sort of Stranger Things. What else have you been watching?
0: I watched three movies. Oh boy! All these movies came out in June, and they
1: are all recommends from it. theater movies.
0: No, they are all available at home. So the first one is uh, Cha Cha Real Smooth. That's on-
1: I've heard about this. Is this a bar mitzvah thing?
0: Uh, their bar mitzvahs are an element to it.
1: Yes. Okay. I've, I've heard of this movie, but I don't know anything about it other than it's got a bar mitzvah story aspect to it, I guess.
0: Yeah. The bar mitzvah stuff. Like there are bar mitzvahs, but okay. So, yeah. So this is on Apple TV Plus by fairly new writer director called Cooper Rafe. Mm-hmm. Think of like for the feel of the movie, uh, kind of like Garden State, right? Like a coming of age story where kind of you have this young, aimless guy. And like how Zach Braff wrote direct and star in it. This guy, Cooper Rafe, writes directs, stars in it. He's, I think he's 25 years old. Really good. It's not his first movie. He has another movie out called Shithouse, which I have not seen, but this is his second one and it's getting good reviews. Yeah, this is, like I said, it's a coming of age story. This guy graduates uh, college. Uh, His girlfriend moves to Barcelona. So he's in his old town. He's got a shitty job. He moves back in with his mother and her new husband and his little brother who is going to a bar mitzvah and he ends up, because he goes to the bar mitzvah with his brother, he ends up getting a gig as is like the party starter at bar mitzvahs and right. there and there he meets up with Dakota Johnson and she's got an autistic daughter she's an older woman and they they kind of form a relationship and it's just uh, it's kind of an intentionally meandering movie of him going through all these weird relationships in his life
1: and uh, it's really well done I think this just playing at maybe Sundance or something this year again one of the one of the podcasts I listened to the one actually that talked about Wayne uh, was talking about this movie and because I think he had just seen it, or he was recommending it that it was about to come out, but he saw it at Sundance, and he was predicting that it was going to be like he said it was great, and he was predicting that it hopefully would be a big big a bit of an indie hit, and that he had seen Shithouse, and he also liked that for what it's worth. I'm gonna watch that one next is Shit house somewhere did you see it somewhere or you didn't haven't looked yet
0: no I haven't looked yet I just saw I just saw it beforehand but I'll I'll find that one out uh yeah for for this one think of like because it's on Apple TV it feels like an Apple TV movie like it's got that coda feel to it like it's kind of the feel-good... I liked it better than coda and I mean I, oh, yeah
1: I mean coda was fine it was it was, coda was fine
0: I, I mean it was praised I mean it, it won won awards but uh yeah I like this one better than coda but yeah anyway' it's to recommend from me. Okay. So that's, yeah, that's Cha-Cha Real Smooth. That's on Apple TV+. Plus. Uh, second one I watched is a movie called Watcher. This okay. is, it might be billed as a horror, but it's not really a horror. This is a suspense thriller. Really a slow burn. It's all about mood. It's about this couple who moves to Romania. A young couple, they're married. Uh, they move to Romania for his work. He speaks Romanian, she doesn't. So he goes to work. He's gone at work all the time. So this right. leaves her alone in this city where she doesn't speak the language, and she thinks she is being watched. And this movie is, yeah, it's all about the pacing and the mood. It's well shot, well acted. If you fell into the trap I did, at some point, there's a lot of dialogue in Romanian, and I was like, am I supposed to have subtitles on for this? So I went to the subtitles, and luckily when it comes up, it just says for the dialogue, like, speaking Romanian. If it had the actual dialogue, I would have, like, I might have kept it on because I thought maybe I was supposed to, but then I knew to turn it off, and it makes sense because it kind of puts you in her frame of mind where you know she doesn't speak the language and she feels isolated so you do as well yeah it's a really good movie it's it's a slow burn um it's there's there's a payoff to it and um it does the good job that i like especially with with thrillers that it kind of says something about our culture i won't go into what because that could even be a spoiler but it says Mm -hmm. something about our culture without being heavy-handed it's just this hint at something that's uh yeah it's actually speaking about a real a real world issue
1: okay and where was sorry where was watcher uh, it is available to rent. It's not streaming. Okay. and Okay. Now, before we move on to the third movie, how did you or why did you choose these movies? Like, is this something like a podcast you listen to or a friend or word of mouth? Or like, what made you go? Like, That's Apple, a... I could see you clicking around and you'd be like, oh, mm-hmm. this looks funny. I like Dakota Johnson, whatever it was. I don't want to speak for you. But this one to like go on Apple TV or whatever, because you're not really a horror guy. So yeah, why, why these two movies so far?
0: <laughs> There's a guy on TikTok I follow who covers me movies it's tiktok so they're really short so he doesn't go in depth he just does his like these are my top movies of the month and he it does very quick explanations on them but i like we have similar tastes so i've come to okay. trust him so we, when he says stuff i listen to him so okay. i did for the third movie because i've saved the best to last okay this, the third the third movie is fantastic if you only all three of these were good but if you only watch one you watch the <laughs> end one and is, the last one, top
1: God Maverick. <laughs>
0: This guy I follow, it was his, that was his, he rated his movies this year. Um, His favorite ones this year, Top Gun Maverick was number two. Everything, Everywhere, All at Once was number one. Anyway, this movie is the three-hour Hindi film called RRR. I've heard of this. Yes.
1: I don't know anything about it. It's on Netflix. I know that. And it's in my queue and everybody's raving about this
0: this RRR put it to the top of your queue. When I say three-hour Hindi film, if you're listening to this, people out there might be like, "All right, this feels like homework." You know, it might be good, but it's gonna. This might be a bit of a chore. Like, get that out of your head. This is an epic drama, comedy, romance, musical, action movie that blends them all seamlessly, and it does not have a dull moment or a wasted minute. Three hours, yes. You cut even five minutes from this movie, it's not as good. It is that exciting and tight um like think everything everywhere all at once in that it can be all it's almost cartoonish at times but then in no way does that take away from the emotional impact like it pulls you right back in i mean watching this movie i cheered out loud at one point i think i cried oh no at one point and i may have done a fist pump at one point as well oh you (laughs) were emotionally in here oh i really was yeah so the three hours like seems daunting to listeners go in there and tell yourself you're just going to watch the first half hour because in that they introduce the story which i'm not going to go into at all it's a simple story but yeah right at the beginning they introduce the story and then they introduce the first main character and then the second main character and then you'll be hooked. Just a tease of what's in there. The fir- when they introduced the first main character, it does involve a one-on-five thousand fight that is incredible, okay. and the whole movie. Yeah, just from that point, I was like, "What the hell is going on?" It gets its hooks in and just pulls you all the way through it. Huge recommend. Did you watch it all in one sitting? I gave myself like a fifteen-minute
1: intermission and then went right back to it. Yeah, interesting. Okay, you you. It's funny you're saying this because you're you're um, echoing again things from that movie podcast that they sort of said, like just give like just give this the first 20 minutes like you'll be sucked in it's great it's all, it's it all these things it's um, so amazing it's got amazing amazing action and comedy and yeah choreographed they said it's crazy
0: you said you don't like musicals too much like there are musical numbers in this and it's perfect you, you needed to do these scenes as musicals and they work so good the music's okay. incredible for it as well
1: yeah I don't know if this is a part you cheered at but I do know this part the guy all he said is I guess is a spoiler is like he that he cheered out loud when the tiger shot show or something. I don't know what that means, but He's like, this tiger like shows up and he's like, and like, he's just, like, he just, he sort of said like you, like he cheered out loud by himself in his house.
0: Tigers show up a couple times. Somebody throws a tiger at somebody at one point.
1: <laughs> of course they do. Yeah. All right. So good. Uh, I will, I will try to get, I'll try to get to all three of these movies. I Cause RRR and definitely Cha-Cha Smooth. What is it? Cha-Cha. Cha-Cha Real Smooth. Real Smooth. I have, yeah. I've heard about and they're already on my lists.
0: Um, yeah. RRR is Netflix. Cha-Cha Real Smooth is Apple. Apple Watcher you could hold off on that one I would say it's it was I like them all that was my that's the third on my list of how I rank them but that one you only have to like it's only available to rent so it's five bucks
1: okay all right sounds great yeah. I love it I love that you've come this this episode with some great recommendations usually you're like oh, I saw this it wasn't really good well I saw this. Yeah. but three big really recommends all right I like it I like it I will
0: I will say originally when I had these when I watched them all and I had them rated I had RR was easily number one and then I I had watch your second and Cha Cha Real Smooth, and Cha Cha Real Smooth kind of like stayed with me, and then I actually did a rewatch of it a few days later, and then it, I, on the rewatch, it, I bumped it up to number two. So,
1: yeah, wow. all recommends, but if you just have to choose one, you choose RRR. Wow, between three hour RRR and two and a half hour season finale of Stranger Things, I think that's <laughs> all I'll be able to get to this week, probably. <laughs> um, all right, anything else, sir? Should we dive into the world of X? We can go right into X. Okay. Um, X, um, for those um, listeners that are maybe new or just joining us for the first time or maybe it's been a while, we're going to talk about the the 20... Is it 2021 or 2022? Is it this year? I think it might be this year. Yeah, it's this year. Sorry. It's Just X came out this year starring Mia Goth and uh, Brittany Snow from the Pitch Perfect movies, Martin Henderson, Jenny Ortega, who was in the most recent Scream movie. Is that Scream Five, I think. Um, <laughs> I think. That's right. And Kid cuddy and yeah, which I didn't uh, realize from—I
0: didn't realize that till I didn't realize that watching the trailer.
1: No, I didn't know either. No, yeah. I didn't know that either. And this is a horror movie, uh, but anyway, we're going to be talking about beginning, middle, and end of this movie. So you—and have sorry—I should say it's written and directed, produced by Ty West, who last episode we talked. I talked about how I liked his movies. Um, we'll get more of that in a minute, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, we're going to sort of spoil everything. So if you're a fan of Ty West, if you're a fan of horror movies, if this is on your list, you know, if movies to get to, um, skip ahead using the chapter markers where we're going to talk about our next movie. Spoiler free, Red Rocket. Um, but if you're not a horror movie fan or have you already seen it or it's just not your cup of tea and you just want to stick with us, please do. But again, you've been warned that we are we're going to spoil this. On that note, sir, what did you think of X. Should we do a plot recap first? It won't take it won't yeah, take I long. Yeah. I guess it's a, it's a I, simple story. It is. This is set in the
0: late 70s. Uh there's three couples who are all kind of work in a strip club. Um, at least two of the couples work in a strip club, and they decide to make a porno. So you got the club owner and movie producer, and he's kind of the leader of the group, and uh his girlfriend, Mia Goth. She is a stripper and gonna star in the movie. Mm-hmm. There's another couple. I think he's probably the bouncer from the strip club, but anyway, and but he's the uh the male lead in the movie that's kid cuddy and his girlfriend who is a stripper performer in the movie and then there's kind of the odd couple out where you have this nerdy cameraman guy and he's the also the director of the film and kind of has the vision of this porno film they're making as being a a great work of cinema and his quiet girlfriend who is the boom mic operator
1: yes so they go off to this what's that no i said yes yes so that's right yeah
0: so they go off to this farmhouse where they've rented it to film this movie. At the farmhouse, there is a very old, very suspicious man and his equally old, very horny wife. And the first day movie well, takes place in twenty four hours. We don't, know, we don't hours. know
1: that at first. We're not aware that, that she's horny. She's just that the wife is horny at first. I mean, it comes out yes, but well, yeah. But the first just day
0: this... she she spends a lot of time the first day looking through windows, watching them film.
1: I love how you say the first day. I think this whole movie is twenty four hours. I think it even says like twenty four hours earlier.
0: Yes. Yeah, this movie takes place for 24 hours. So yeah, the first afternoon, they film most of the movie while the old woman peers through windows watching them. Then that evening, they're all sitting around and the quiet girl decides that she wants to be in the movie and her boyfriend, the cameraman director, doesn't like this, but doesn't really have a choice, isn't really given a choice, and is forced to film the scene with his girlfriend and the male performer. They go to bed, but he's upset by this. He's like, screw this, I'm leaving. He tries to take the van and go but then the old woman is in his way he gets out of the van she makes a pass at him he denies the pass so she kills him instead and then throughout the course of the night as people go looking for him everybody ends up getting killed pretty well until right at the end you got Mia Goth and the old couple are left old man has a heart attack and Mia Goth backs over the old lady's head and uh, <laughs> drives off into the s- sunrise doing some blow that's yeah. uh, that's this movie in a slasher film that's uh, yeah really strange Straightforward, not much to. I wouldn't call this a horror because I was never horrified, I was never scared, but I was engrossed from the beginning. All the scenes pulled me in. I thought it was good. It took its time getting into the slasher portion. Mm-hmm. Um, liked most of the characters. If for character wise, the weakest link I thought was Mia Goth. Like her character was just kind of one note to me. But mm-hmm. all the others I surprisingly liked. Even you know the 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 leader, the guy who's the exact producer of the of the porno and the strip club owner. Like yeah. you could play him one way, but he was actually pretty like. As is Kid Cudi's character. I, I like Kid Cudi's character the most, but yeah, yes. no, I, I liked it, and it was this is a straight forward slasher film. Yes. What did you think of it?
1: No, I I liked it as well, and I agree with you about Mia Goth. Not that she's bad, but she's probably the weakest. And I don't think it's necessarily the acting. Well, no, she well, plays yeah. it
0: well. It's just the character. The character's one. No,
1: not her. Yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. It's not her. It's the character. I mean, Jessica. Well, going yeah, and on she again. also plays
0: two roles in this, right? Because Mia Goth she plays plays, uh, the old lady. plays the old woman yeah. too.
1: Yes. Which I I think she's better in that, but uh, in that role. Um, I did find this movie scary, but not in the in the same way. This is very, like, again, having seen Ty West's movies, this is very him. And that's why I kind of posed this question, which we'll get to, about the first death scene and when it takes place in the movie. Um, he's very big on tone, which I love. Like, mm-hmm. It's not just you get to know the characters, you get to know the situation. There's a lot of sort of creepiness going on. You think things are going on or maybe things... Things are going on, but he really, like, holds back the reins... And, and I think it usually works. I mean, I think it worked in this movie. I think it's worked in his other movies. Um, I would definitely say, like like I said, House of the Devil and there's another one called The Sacrament are horror movies. But if those titles worry you, it's, again, it's not maybe what you think it is. It's, it's a different, it's a more of an atmospheric horror, which I can understand where, you know, A21 got involved in this because atmospheric horror seems to be where, you know, Hereditary, The Witch, these kinds of things, like this seems to be where Young Directors are going. So, I totally agree. I was totally enthralled. The deck, I said, the first death I think is almost just under an hour, but it's (laughs) that by no means is the first hour boring at all. Um,
0: I love the tease, and you knew it was going to be a tease. But when Mia Goth first goes swimming in the lake, and we're first introduced to the alligator that kind of follows her unbeknownst to her, and she doesn't even know it's following her, and they do the aerial shot, love that. Like you know, like it's too. She's not going to get eaten. It's too early in the movie for that. But it was still like that was the tensest I felt is watching that alligators slowly follow her as she meanders over to the dock, unknowing, and kind of sits there before she uh, jumps out of the water.
1: Well, I kept thinking King Cuddy was going to get the alligator too, because they, they I mean, that was a beautiful shot too, by the way, the, the looking down on her swimming back to the dock, and, uh, and just to establish that there are alligators there I think the old man even makes like a reference about having the gun, just because for Crocs or something, or alligators, or whatever yeah. it is and you knew, you knew putting the alligator in there, that somebody was going to get attacked by alligator at some point. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, I like this. When the violence comes, it's violent. It's definitely a violent movie. Again, I don't know if scary is the right word, but I, I mean, I love the end. I love the idea of like, cause yeah, you're right. The husband has a heart attack and dies, which they've been teasing through the whole movie. Basically, he doesn't, he's afraid to sleep with his old wife. And as you sort of mentioned, the wife is this horny old woman. <laughs> um, and he doesn't sleep with her because of, he's afraid he's going to die. Now he does have sex with her, which is another sort of gross, scene i'll put it <laughs> yeah, i'll put an, i'll put an asterisk there but anyway it's just um so he finally dies of a heart attack at this at the last standoff and then the wife like shoots this shotgun at Mia a goth who misses her she kind of dives out of the way at the last minute but the woman i love that shot where she goes just flying <laughs> out the door she's so frail the shotgun just blows her out the door <laughs> he some hell of a recoil on that shotgun <laughs> and then she, well, she's so frail they've kind of built this out. like you've seen her naked like she's so frail that I, and then she's like out there like my hip my hip I broke my hip you gotta help me and I love that she just gets in the van and I'm like no thank you just runs her head right <laughs> That was great. That was such a great ending, and I love like her. she just sort of does this this bump of cocaine off her hand as she's driving away. Like, yeah, she's not a she's not a redeemable heroine. Like, she, in fact, she goes against all like the classic scream stuff. Like, she does drugs, she has sex, she's not she's not the the yeah pre- the, the most virgin. virginal
0: character is the first one to go because it'd be the camera camera guy, right? Not that he's a virgin, but out of all of them, he's the most virginal.
1: Yes, yes, hundred percent. Um, and I just put it going back to the asterisks about the sexy. See, this is what I thought was so interesting about this movie. Mo- like movies like this, I-, I think this is definitely go like reaching and a very big homage to the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, but other movies like this, the villains are usually like these big scary brutes. Whereas this, the villains are the frailest people, and how they get these kids, these teenagers, yeah. is through the kid's kindness. Like the <laughs> guy gets out of the van, and the wife kills him. Uh, uh, what's name, the, the church mouse doesn't die this way, but gets locked in the van because she's helping the old man. Can you go down there and get the other flashlight? And she gets locked in. Brittany yeah. Snow, again, uh, Kid Cuddy, they're all killed. Yeah, you're right. Good point. In, trying to be helpful. I mean, except for Mia, uh, I think her name is Maxine. In this, I think of this, but anyway, she she's the only one who isn't really helpful, and she's the one who lives. Yeah, you're right. I know. I didn't think of that. Yeah, it's we not- should say that too. If you
0: if you haven't seen it and you're still thinking about seeing it, when you hear about you know a bunch of people working a strip club making a porno film, these aren't like you know, they're not scummy, nasty people. They're all really nice. Like especially the Kid Cudi character. Like he's a veteran, and he just he's out there just being nice, trying to help them.
1: Yeah, they're all nice people. Like yes, there are. They smoke some weed and they drink some beer at night. But no, they're not jerks to themselves, like each other or the couple. Like they are nice people. And because of their kindness, they get killed, which I thought was a really interesting idea and a really interesting pair of villains that they, again, other movies of this type are usually big brooding monsters. And these people are monsters, but in a completely other way. Yeah, interesting. And I also thought it was interesting. I mean, just the whole idea. I mean, there's a lot going on here about sex and religion and being deviants and deviant, being Behavior, But I thought it was interesting that you said, and I had the same reaction. Oh, that was pretty brutal when he has sex with his wife, but it's no different than the sex scenes we've seen earlier. In fact, it's the only sex scene that is out of love. And that's an interesting, that made me interesting yeah, as well. Yeah, okay. <laughs> they're having these sex scenes. I think there's like two, well, I guess three sex scenes, two of which you see sort of see, obviously it's, it's a rated R movie. You can't see everything, but you see, you know, you see it and the church mouse you don't see, but it's implied. Um, Um, And they're all done for business. And and I'm sure they got beautiful people doing it. The women, you, see, you get the long lingering shots of their breasts, the moaning, all that sort of typical sex stuff that titillates watchers. That's what it's there for. But again, we're okay with that. And the first sex scene with an older couple, we'll say they're in their mid-80s. They could be older. I don't know. Is played for grossness. Which, again, is an interesting and I'm sure inten- intentional thing that Ty is doing with that. So, again, interesting. I, I mm-hmm. That's why I like this movie. It's kind kind of it's I, I like it more for it those kinds of elements than like the movie like because the, the movie as you said it's very straightforward happens over one day it's kind of a typical slasher movie but i feel these kind of little twists he's doing it and again his typical drawing out the 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 real violence with uh, tension and implied terror um I really like. So, anyway, I feel like I've been rattling away there. Do you, you have any other thoughts there, sir? I mean, I feel kind of bad now that because I
0: watched this and I enjoyed it. And then I, I haven't really thought... I watched it very soon after we recorded the first one. So, it's been like over a week since I've seen it. And then I haven't really thought much about it. And then hearing your insights on it with, yeah, with with the two things, the two main things you just brought up there, they're things I didn't consider. And it's, yeah, it's giving me a, a further appreciation for this movie.
1: Yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, we'll get to the scores, you know, I'm sure in five, ten minutes or whatever whatever, ten fifteen, But yeah, this was a, a good movie. But anyway, I'll, I'll put a sticker in that for, or an asterisk on that, too. Uh, the one question I wanted to ask you is, how did you feel about the reveal that the preacher that we've seen on the TV several times is actually Mia's, I guess, Maxine's father? Okay, did you get that aspect of it? Not really. Okay, so, oh,
0: okay, because because what I picked up is when they show this, this TV screen right at the end, it's Mia Goth on the screen, right? Because they, they show the freckles on the woman
1: yeah, he reveals the picture like I'm looking for my daughter, and they and they, they've given me a very distinct look here with freckles sort of just around one eye, which I don't think that's her real face
0: no, I don't think so because we've seen her in um in high, she was in high life right because that what yes. we did on the show um. I thought they were just doing like a little like because they obviously draw comparisons between the Mia Goth character, the younger character and then the old lady. Yes. Because she's basically the old lady says like you will become me like I was once like you you will become me. Right. But no but I, I didn't pick up on that that's who the preacher was. No, not at all.
1: Yeah, I didn't know what they were and again there's a shot where I guess I guess that's just a woman being horny when she's watching I guess Mia, specifically Mia having sex in the barn and then she sees herself in Mia's spot I guess was her sort of her lust, her sexual Whatever, her sexual needs, picturing herself being on top of Kid Cudi, I guess. But I didn't know if they were trying to say something more with that after the reveal at the end of. Like, yeah, I
0: don't know if there's anything subtle to it. Like, they were kind of heavy handed with the fact that of the comparison between. Well, the, there's definitely the, several
1: the, times where they're cutting back and forth between. Yeah, almost
0: too much. Like, they do a split screen at one time, right? E- right? Even. So, like, they were they were really hitting you over the head with that. But yeah, okay. No, I, d- I did not pick up on the fact that that's who the preacher was, though.
1: Anyway, um, questions? Yeah, sure. All right. So the first question, you question was: I'll ask you a question. Sorry, before you get to the official questions, did you have a favorite death scene? Not because of violence, or maybe it's the one that scared you the most, or the, like, well, for whatever reason, or the one that caught you off guard the most. Did you have a favorite death scene? And it could be one of the villains dying too. Not
0: a death scene. Like I said, the suspense scene with the fir- not the alligator killing the the blonde woman, but when the when Mia Goth is swimming, that suspense scene I liked. Um, I don't know why this gets me. When Church Mouse is in the basement and she's reaching out she, she mm. gets a slot in the door and she's reaching out to get the lock and the old man does he hit her with a shotgun or hit he her, with her with the
1: bat. butt of the shotgun several times and busts up her fingers pretty bad and he takes like a finger off and that like that was like oh like that really got
0: me like one yeah. the, I'll tell you one of the scenes in the last five years that has stuck with and this was reminiscent of that That has stuck with me the most from a movie is from Green Room when the guy puts mm. his arm out the door in the green room and he's screaming and the Nazis are hitting him with machetes and he pulls it in and it's just a mangled. Mess. I don't know yeah. why that shot stayed. That shot has stayed with me, and this one kind of gave me like, yes, he for that, like for the, yeah. for the flashback of, of watching that. Right. So yeah, that pitchfork through the eyes was a little kind bit expected cheesy. That yeah, yeah, not really. I guess I guess the car backing over the old lady because you're kind of like, like, good on you for yeah for finishing her off. Well, you, I will say like again
1: when the shotgun goes off, I was not expecting that blast, and that may be why they exaggerated it the way they did. But the way she goes flying out that door, <laughs> totally. <laughs> (laughs) Surprised, I jumped in my seat. I was not expecting that to happen. At all, not to, yeah. Anyway, all right. And so. it
0: was a pretty brutal death with the first death with the uh, the cameraman because oh, yeah. that took a while. Like she cuts his throat and he bleeds out over a long period of time there. Because yeah. we were um well like that okay that ties into our first question the time until the first death because I was clocking it and I was like okay when, when's he gonna die because it's a few minutes go by before he actually dies. Anyway, that's our first question. It was an over under by you set at forty five minutes. I took the under, gave you the over, and I think it was pretty well right on the hour mark when he finally snuffs it
1: uh yeah it's around there. i think when she gets him she
0: gets him earlier but then by the time yeah, he actually bleeds out and stops moving and you don't really know completely when he dies but he stops moving pretty well like 59 minutes and 58 yeah. seconds or something yeah
1: yeah i think the first stab i think it was around 56 minutes and something so by the time she repeatedly stabs him because yeah she climbs on top of him is stabbing at him and all this stuff it's a couple yeah. of minutes go by yeah
0: So that is the over and it gives you the point. Question two, are they making a porno movie? You said they were. I said they were not. They definitely are. Yes.
1: Yes, I love like how the director he's like, oh, I'm gonna use some European film techniques to to make this movie just more than a porn. Like it's just so cliche and funny. <laughs> the, the thing I latched onto, and it was
0: it was kind of a red herring. The reason I thought not was because of the the thing from the trailer when the the cameraman says you can't be in the movie. It doesn't make sense at this point because we've already basically we've already written the script. You can't change the story now. Which so mm-hmm. I was like, it can't be a porno movie because obviously you could change the story. And while that is a flimsy reason, it makes sense because he was just doing anything to try and talk his girlfriend out of uh out of banging another dude on camera. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was funny with him because he in his in his head he's preaching how, you know, this is a new medium and this is like this this is a yeah,
1: dawn of like home video. That's what that's why the the Martin Henderson character, the the club owner, is trying to get this made because vhs's and betas are starting to come out basically and the fact that she initially the church mouse
0: is it kind of speaks out against what they're doing and he kind of defends it to her it's like no we're making a real movie here and it's it's all on camera like it's not this is this is done for film this is done for the in pursuit of making a proper movie and then when she decides to be in it he kind of changes his tune in a hurry at that point
1: (laughs) yeah a hundred percent yeah
0: so i like that but they are definitely making a porno movie so uh you get the point question three is the old woman his wife you thought she would not be i thought she would be she is his wife
1: yes i thought there's gonna be something creepier going on like 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 that he was sleeping with her but it might be like his sister or something weird like i i thought they might go even Mm. darker which i guess is we'll get there we get there but like the questions about like are they doing anything to the bodies or something that was in my same mind i was like is there something more going on than just killing these people
0: I'm interested for your take on that question. when We get to it. I will say I was misled—not misled. Uh, I just I just looked at it wrong. I thought there was more than one woman character in this, and it was it was the shot that I realized. There's a shot with the old woman, and she's doing her makeup, yeah. but she's got this she's got like this trifold mirror in front of her. So in the trailer, it's a quick shot, and it looks like a bunch of old women. It's just her being reflected in the mirror a bunch of times. But I thought there were a bunch of old women around a table,
1: right? Yeah, because anyway. you went on sort of a again. I think we're going to get there, but you thought this was going to have a more of a, a spiritual sort of witch aspect yes absolutely and
0: nope it was it was very straightforward like we've said uh, but the old woman is his wife and i get a point for that first one for me question four is the man actively bad uh, you thought he would be i thought it would not be what i meant by this is he can't just be turning a blind eye to his wife he had to uh he had to be you know taking part in the murders or actively covering him up and he definitely
1: is right he no, uh, he's doing all that he kills kid cutty for sure that's him is that the only one and i guess he bashes her finger and that's Those are. And I guess they talk about putting the bodies in the swamp for the gators to get rid of, but I think the only person he kills is Kid Cuddy.
0: Yeah, I think you're right.
1: Oh, and he wait, how do they kill church mouse? Do they shoot her? she died now
0: she runs out the door that's right she gets out and she bolts out the door and you see him you don't even see him you just see the shot from the side as she comes out and that was him pulling the trigger on her yeah right so uh, he does shoot her and he i mean he kind of does everything he does he does it's because of his wife she's the one causing him to have to cover all this up but he is he does not hesitate to help her on that so the man is actively bad and gives you the point so it's three to one for you question five is mia the only one from the van to survive you thought she would be i thought thought she would not be. You nailed this. She is. Do, yeah. you, just, do you, you have an inkling not, on that? Or do you just...
1: What's that? No, no I didn't have an inkling. No, I was going to say, as we mentioned, like, not your typical heroine in these horror slasher movies, like Halloween and stuff like this. Like, she is... She is not, quote-unquote, a clean person. No. So I like that sort of interesting, breaking the stereotype there. But no, I just, I knew nothing. It was just like, again, I'm more going for more the stereotypical horror movie that she was going to be the last survivor.
0: Okay. So you, it's four to one for you. Question six. Uh, does the scene with the sheriff take place in the first or last half of the movie? Oh, we both said the first half. Now, I guess I can So the the stuff that we haven't mentioned is, yeah, this movie is fr- framed at the beginning and the end by these the sheriffs finding this massacre at the at the house and then finding the video camera. We, I can give us a point for this or I cannot because, like I said, it's it's at both the beginning and the end, but specifically the one when they have the camera, the one from the trailer that I was referencing, I think that's in the second half, isn't it? When they actually look at the camera and they say that's it's like at the very end. Yeah, it's
1: like the last so I, couple lines.
0: So you want to give it to us or not? I, get, I guess because that one we shouldn't because it is at both the beginning and the end, but...
1: If we're talking about that specific scene, then then no, we shouldn't get it. Yeah, yeah, I guess not. It doesn't affect it since we answered
0: the same, so... The reason I brought up that question was it, it would have seemed weird if it was at the beginning because it basically gives stuff away. And it does. Like, you know, it, you don't know who dies, but you know up front that something happens. I guess you'd know that anyway.
1: Yeah. I mean, you, there's a couple of bodies. Do you think it was there's...
0: necessary even having all that in there with the with the sheriffs? And why do you think he did it?
1: I think it was a bit of a... I think it's again, it's, I think it's setting the tone, I think it's a tone thing for him. like I don't know, obviously, but I think it's setting up, like, like you said, like, you know, like, there's the bodies inside, which I guess end up being Church Mouse and the old woman. Um, and,
0: and the young guy but he's, he was further ahead where yeah away from the door
1: so I think it's setting tone like you, this is gonna happen but you you don't know when it's gonna happen or how it happens so I think that's a bit of like him already setting a, a, a tension tone like we've got some bodies here and then a definitely yeah, and I guess he
0: sets a tone too with the location too like outside the, that door the area outside the door is a dangerous spot because we've seen the, with the body there we didn't see who it was we saw it covered but we right. see the body
1: there and definitely mysteries slash tone slash horror when they go down in the basement and they find some again it goes through almost half the movie before Churchmice, when she's locked down there, finds that there's another guy, like, strung up, na- naked and dead. Or at least with his pants pulled down. So, again, so we just, like, I think that's the cut point where we cut back to the past is when, like, the, when the, the, the sheriff comes down. He's like, Yo, you better see this. And he comes down. He's like, oh, my God. And then it, like, cuts to, like, 24 hours earlier. So, again, um, I think that's just all tone stuff. I think that's what he's going for. If it succeeds or not, I don't know. I think it does. Yeah, I, but I think that I think that's what he would be going for. Okay. With bookending it.
0: Question 7. Are the bad guys doing anything else besides a murder? You said they would be. I said they would not be. Not not explicitly, like we just see them murdering, but I mean there is an implication of rape here on the woman's part, right? Do you think
1: she, well, do you think she's raped that guy in the basement?
0: Probably. You know, it's not specifically said, but it's probable. I guess her husband would be fine with it, right? Because he kind of knows that the fact that he can't satisfy
1: her. Right. I Um, I would
0: think she would have raped the guy in the basement.
1: I think so, too. I think so, too. But because it's not really definitive, I don't know what to do with the point here.
0: Yeah, I'm tempted to give it to you because now that I think about it, uh, my guess would be the guy in the basement was raped. And, I mean, the young kid who the first one to die, the cameraman, she doesn't kill him just for the sake of killing him. She kills him because he rejects her. Yes. So it's all yeah, it's almost like yeah, this would have been. Yeah, I'm going to give you the point on that one because I think okay. I think rape is her intention and she's just happy to murder as well. Right. All right, so it's five to one for you. Question eight: Does this movie get made? You said it would not. I said it would. Pretty sure it doesn't, right? Not unless the uh...
1: well, they don't finish shooting it, and I don't think the cops are going to spend time editing this movie together.
0: (laughs) No, the cops themselves might watch it, you know, for the case purposes. For (laughs) evidence, obviously. (laughs) Was it not done being
1: made? It was pretty well wrapped up, wasn't it? I think it was. They had they sort of had filmed their sex scenes, but again, we don't know what they would have done in the morning if there would have been a couple more sh- pickup shots or like yeah. something I, I, we don't know so it's yeah. hard to say yeah that but was the great- movie doesn't what's that sorry just say no that was a great scene too when i guess they're doing like an opening shot in the movie of him filling up the gas and the blonde character's like oh you should frame it this way so it looks like his penis or whatever and then he does it <laughs> and it looks that way and she's like i know filmmaking too honey or whatever she's <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that was good. Yeah, she was good. Alright, six to one for you, question nine. Uh, you're gonna have to help me out on this one. Is the song from the trailer in the movie? You no. said it would be. I said it would not, was it not? No, it's not. Okay.
1: I like the choice of some of the music they have. I think when the guy dies, he's playing like they're playing like Don't Fear the Reaper. And what's the one at the end? The song over the credits. Oh god, it was I could probably look it up online, but it was um it was really good. There was a couple of good songs, like I think the one two and they smash cut to like the to like the, like 24 hours earlier they um there's another great sort of seventy song that they've got sort of playing i don't know i i like the choices of music
0: is was all the music in the film era appropriate like was all these songs from either i think it was was this movie 70 i think it was 79 wasn't it like it, was, it takes place in 79 yeah it's set in 70 is all the music pre-79 or did they kind of break era with that I think it was. Uh, it was all 70s music for the most part, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I think so. There's not a lot of music in here. There's... Yeah, I'm just looking, actually. So, yeah. Hit Britney Snow and Kid Cudi perform... The, they perform a, a song by Stevie Nicks when they're playing the acoustic guitar. Don't Fear the Reaper by Blue Oyster Cult. And I think the end is... Um, oh, no. There's... I think during the montage, there's Bad Case for Loving You, which, again, is just so great. <laughs> and I can't remember the end song. It's, I guess this is it. Okie okey Dokes? I don't... Okay. I, I don't know by the name. But anyway... Uh, no, that the song, I can't remember what song it was, but no, it's not in the movie. So it
0: gives me the point, going into question 10, but there's no way I can catch up going into question 10 at 6 to 2. Uh, question 10. Do the filmmakers kill any of the other filmmakers? We both thought they would and they do not. It's, no, I uh, thought
1: yeah. there might be an accidental death as once the everyone starts getting frantic or something. But no, it doesn't happen.
0: You were thinking accident. I was thinking um, supernatural. I thought the old people weren't going to be. I thought they're going to be you know either puppets of a supernatural tool or just bystanders for the supernatural element. And I thought yeah they were going to turn on each other because they were you know taken over in some way. But no, like we said, straightforward movie. And uh, yep, yeah, they don't kill each other. So neither of us get a point for that. But it remains six to two for you giving you the win yeah. well
1: I don't know maybe it's because I watch more horror movies I, I don't even know if that's it I just think that you you put a lot of your eggs into the horror basket or the supernatural basket and it just didn't I pay did off. yeah but um but yeah, it happens I, I, I it's I will just say like to you I, again I don't know what your score is but anyone who may have seen this movie or whatever I get I I like his movies I highly recommend them I, I'm looking on his IMDB here I can't comment on some of these he's done some episodes on things and whatever but definitely house of the devil is great the innkeepers is another great one and um the sacrament those are all those are three movies that if if you if you've seen this and you like it or you um matt like if you're kind of like oh i'd see another one of his movies those are those are three that i really liked okay and to tie it back to Top Gun maverick kelly mcgillis mm-hmm. is in the innkeepers oh, Is she is i don't think she has a massive part of it but she is in it interesting well yeah that? that was uh, uh, almost 10 years ago now, 2011. Okay, so Kelly McGillis is still working in 2011. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And then he did a movie called, the and I think I talked about this, 2016 with Ethan Hawke and uh, John Travolta, a, a full-up Western. But again, in the same tone, building this tone, building, it's not horror, but building the terror of like the classic sort of showdown and waiting and waiting and getting to know these characters. And then when the showdown goes down, like, it goes down. But uh, anyway. I'll
0: check out more of this guy's stuff yeah i would say i I didn't love this movie but i really enjoyed it like i liked yeah yeah like i said i'm a huge fan of slasher films but it was it was very well done like it, it was engaging
1: yeah, again, I don't know all about all those little shorts and things like that, but and I know he's been obviously working longer than Dave Edgar's and uh, A- was it Ari Astra? Um, but I feel that he sort of his horror movies or his movies fit in, in that in their same sort of um, wheelhouse of building characters n- and not just nonsense for nonsense' sake. At least those three movies. <laughs> yeah, and I will say before we get to the scores, just I found this interesting. Speaking about Ty West and talking about her and the old woman and the old woman's motivations, I just saw here on IMDb, while we were talking, I was looking up notes and names and things, that he is doing his first sequel, and he's doing the movie Pearl, which is the prequel to Pearl's backstory. Oh, really? Yes. I don't know what it'd be like, but I just see it here that he's on as the writer and director, and Mia Goth is back to play Pearl. And um, Okay. I guess they're going to tell the story, I guess, of obviously she's not going to die in the end. This is going to be more of a sort of a bleaker ending, but I guess like how she becomes. She comes, and I guess the people they kill. Interesting. I'll definitely check that out. I would check it out just on just out of curiosity' sake. Get yeah, it. and in post production, so
0: we can look forward to that. You know, fairly soon.
1: I would think so. I don't. Th- Again, he's pretty a low budget director. I mean, he gets these. He gets the quote unquote decent names of people, or bigger names, mm-hmm. recognizable people. I think Ethan Hawk and. um travolta are the are the biggest names he's ever had in any of his movies but um yeah even this movie it looks i mean and it fit for this movie but yeah definitely a low budget sort of feel yeah but not, in a, not in a bad way but t- t- uh, i guess time appropriate sort of low budget yeah all right so what do you what do you give this movie out of 10 sir i give this movie a seven out of ten it's interesting. Yeah, you're very close to me. I don't know if I'm getting more judgmental. Or you're getting more lenient our scores. I'd probably give this a seven and a half. Okay. I believe in, if I believe in half marks. I don't think I can give <laughs> I would, it. A- I would say, if anything with this movie, I think maybe if
0: I rewatched it later, my score would go up, if anything. Because even just talking to you about it, yeah, it gave me, gave me more of an appreciation for it. So Good.
1: Well, I'm glad I yeah. can help you. Yeah. <laughs> Now, what do you think about this trailer? Spoil too much? Is it all right?
0: Yeah, it was a good trailer. I was excited for it. Like, I, I obviously, it, I had no idea. It made me excited to see the movie. And I had no idea what I, other than, you know, the fact that I was going to see some kind of a horror movie, it, I had no idea what was going on, clearly, from my score. So, yeah, good trailer.
1: I think so, too. I mean, it shows a lot of people screaming and some of those things. But um, but it didn't show any of the deaths. It doesn't spoil any of that stuff. Um, you get the idea of what the movie's about. No, I think it's a good trailer
0: or Even all the sex stuff like like I said like I didn't I wasn't for sure it was a porno watching the trailer. So it even kept that hidden a little bit. So yeah, it was good.
1: Great. Um all right, on that note, um we will move ahead to our next movie which is Red Rocket. Um this is this is actually a listener recommend. So thank you listeners. I think this is the second one we've done this year, or the third. This is a movie from last year, 20 uh, 2021 um by directed and written by Sean Baker, who did the Florida Project in Tangerine. We did the Florida Project on the show a couple seasons ago, and we both liked it. I, this sort of seems like the same sort of thing. Like, there's definitely the main dude I know, as not like, I know of it, uh, who he is. Like, he is an actor. But the rest of the people could very well be, like, sort of real people, like he did in the Florida Projects. I wonder. Mm, good point. We'll see. I don't know. But from what it looks like in this movie, there's a, a guy named Mike who's come back to his hometown or a, a or his town after being away for 17 years or something like that I don't know um or who knows if it's been away for 17 years but he's uh he's come home and um trying to reconnect with his wife and it uh, looks like kind of like a character study this guy look he's a he's a porn star or an ex porn star um which I guess is it's drying up for him uh, for whatever reason it's just not working for him anymore so he's come home with his tail tucked between his legs and I think it's going to be again kind of a character study on this guy I think coming to terms with with, you know, whatever it's going to be, if that's getting old or his lifestyle or whatever it is. Um, looks interesting. But anyway, we'll put the, we'll put the trailer up on our Facebook page. Here's how it goes. We'll put the questions we're about to pose each other or our predictions for Red Rocket there. And we'll put our scores for seven there as well. So that's here's how it goes. We'll also put all three of those things on our website, here's how it goes.com. And you can write us at feedback at here's how it goes.com or on the Facebook page if you want to talk about anything we've spoken about tonight. If that's wanted, well, the watcher, sorry, Watch or Obi-Wan Kenobi or RRR or um, or the movie X um you know, we love we love it when people reach out to us. And again, that just goes back to thank you, listener, for suggesting this movie. I'm thanking you now. We'll see if I still thank you when I watch it. <laughs> um, but uh, no, all joking aside, I, I feel like I probably will watch this movie based on... Looks all right. Looks funny. And it looks uh, based on The Florida Project um, and my enjoyment of that movie. Um, but yes, thank you. And people keep them coming in. We, we do do them. So thank you for that. Um, with all that done out of the way, I guess I get to go first, don't I, here with... Red Rocket. Yeah. Okay. You've definitely earned it. Okay. I'm just gonna go straight out here with the name Red Rocket. Do you think the title means something sexual or not? Like, is it his penis, or is that two on the nose, or two on the penis maybe, or is it like, or is it like a sex act which would clean, or is it something else that we don't know? Um, I think it's going to be sexual when well, I hear or I that. Guess, or we could go, sorry, a third option. We could go both.
0: It's definitely sexual. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to have, yeah, many meanings. But definitely sexual will be one of them. When when you say it, I'm thinking of the South Park episode. Did you ever see the one where Cartman, is it Red Rocket that Cartman plays where he basically jerks off a dog? Oh, boy. He's a kid, right? He's dumb. And he's like, oh, it's Red Rocket. Watch. it. He, he doesn't know. what He's like, yeah. He doesn't really I, not understand what he's doing. Oh God, but yes, I hope he, he doesn't he jerk off his <laughs> dog in this movie. Because there is a dog in this movie right i think that's what it's called yeah oh boy um so while you uh make your prediction on this i'm gonna google south park red rocket and see get an answer on this
1: um, okay. Actually, let me, re- let me rechange the question here while you mean just mm-hmm. does Red Rocket imply something else other than just something else that's sexual? Yes or no? And you think it does, or you think it's just going to be a sexual reference? Oh, I think it'll imply something else as well. Yes. Okay. I think so as well. Yeah. Like, is that the name of his bike or something? It's the Red Rocket, or because he's riding his bike all over town. Yeah. Like, I-, I don't know, but okay. Follow up here. Red Rocket was the name of
0: South Park season five, episode seven, where Cartman interrupts the reverie of. Stan and Kyle's destruction of Jennifer Lopez to show them how to milk a dog. There you go, Red Rocket. I don't know if the movie writer knew about that or not, but anyway. Okay. Um, like you said, this guy is a porn actor. My question is, is he retired as a porn actor? So by which I mean, does he plan on getting back in? So if he's washed out of the industry, but he, he wants to get back in and he's, he's just taking a break, I would say he's not retired. If his, It's his mentality is what I'm looking for. Is he mentally done with being a porn star?
1: What about, okay, we should say by the end of the movie, because only because I think there could be a switching back and forth here. I think he might come back. And want to get back to it, but by the end... No, I'm gonna, gonna say
0: I'm gonna say when he arrives back in town.
1: Does he want to get back into porn? Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna say yes. Okay.
0: So you're gonna say no? I'm gonna say is he retired as a porn actor? So you'd say no because you he, think he's gonna yes. get back into porn? Yeah, right, yeah. right, yeah. Okay. okay, I'll also I'll also say no on that one.
1: All right, he comes back. He's his wife is there. There's a, a comedic joke or line in there about them still being married. He says something. I don't know what the line is. He says something about if we were still married or something. She's like, we are still married or what? whatever by the and he meets a a new young girl here which looks a little creepy i'm not gonna lie how young she looks compared to him but anyway Mm -hmm. is he still married to his wife at the end of the movie now if it's implied they're going to get divorced that still counts that when the movie ends they are married
0: i say yes
1: i think so too
0: it's weird his relationship with his wife because he's clearly been away a while but she um she seems annoyed with him at one point when she throws a dish at him my question is is he cheating on his wife with strawberry strawberry is the young girl who you just mentioned um
1: what do you, by which said, I mean okay yeah are you talking about sex or something like now, okay so sex or, or kissing her is, is that cheating
0: no no kissing would be cheating but what which I mean like okay so it, I think he does He at least you see him make out with strawberry so so that would count but what it like it's kind of the nature of their marriage. Like, are they just on paper married? Because she asks him what he's doing and, you know, he says basically none of your business and she throws a dish at him. Right. So it's weird that he seems to have been away a long time. He's also a porn actor. So, you know, his wife is at least fine with that. So the question is like, is um, is she, is, does she consider it cheating? Or is this just a marriage of, you know, maybe they got married when they were young and they just never bothered to get divorced. So it's not really cheating. So it is not technically adults in her mind is he cheating on her hmm. and I will put a caveat on there if they're at the court, if he's not with her at the start with his wife at the start but they get together at some point and then he's cheating like that counts like if, if at any point
1: is that- I think she's gonna think he's cheating on her yeah I think so too oh god are we the same on all four questions so far have we deviated now we're the same on all of them. Oh God, we're putting all our all our eggs in the same rocket, I guess. I need a win too, so I gotta I got to really I gotta really focus here. Okay. There's a shot in this movie where he's rolling a bunch of joints, it looks like. And there's some shots of him smoking, but you can't tell what he's smoking. So, my question is, is yep. does he use any other illegal drugs in this movie? Like, illegal. So, obviously, I'm not talking about if he drinks a beer. And obviously, I'm saying another drug, so the weed doesn't count. But does he take Does he take some cocaine? Does he take, I don't know, some Molly or something? Does he take any other drugs in this movie? Illegal drugs. Viagra won't count because it's was. I was wondering about that, but yeah. Uh, I say
0: yes i'm gonna say no there you go okay yeah, he's rolling is he rolling american flag joints i think so I, I think the papers that, look that, like right? american
1: flags yeah
0: <laughs> that's funny uh, along the lines of illegal activity uh, there's a shot of him riding down the road and he's riding a bike through a puddle i think it's a pink
1: bike uh, does he steal the bike what if it's his wife's she's not happy about it but he's staying is that stealing
0: no no that does that would not count I not say- unless it's for some weird reason like she's like that's my precious bike don't you touch it and then he does that would County stealing, but in general, no. If it's just in the garage and he takes without her permission, no, it's got to be like, yeah. I going to say no. Okay, I'm going to say yes.
1: Okay, okay. On this still theme of, like, illegal activity, he talks about being shot at. Uh, there's definitely, gets in some fights mm-hmm. with some, some guys that, I don't know, are friends with Strawberries or doesn't like him with Strawberry, or it could be something completely nothing to do with Strawberry. Does this character, I can't remember, Mike, I think his name is, does he fire a gun at all in this movie? Doesn't have to hit anybody. but Does he shoot a gun? Because he kind of oh, seems no. like there's a line about where he's, like, he was going to out-cardio them or something like that. Like... <laughs> yeah
0: he does not seem like a tough guy so, even though he says he's in peak physical condition so I say no he does not fire a gun what do you say? I don't think he's going
1: to fire it at a person but I'm like I wonder if there's like this scene where he's out like shooting cans or something. Mm-hmm. Um, that would count yeah. No yeah 100%. So does he fire a gun? Pellet gun count? No. Gun gun. Okay. It's got to be okay. Sure. Um, I'm going to say no as well. Okay. Um,
0: I have a very similar question but let's go with it. Does anybody get shot?
1: Not killed but just shot.
0: Just shot. And this can be a pellet
1: gun.
0: Okay. I guess... gun, pellet gun, any, and anybody, doesn't have to be him doing the shooting. Anybody shoot anybody else.
1: Right. Right. Okay. I'm say Yes. I'm going to say
0: no. All right. This is question nine and your final question.
1: Oh boy here. I got a couple things here. Um, just look at my questions here. Which one I want to go with? Um, is Strawberry got another name or is Strawberry her name? Like, is this a nickname? And at one point do we hear them say, oh, Jennifer, somebody calls her her real name. Or is she, like, do we ever hear a second name for Strawberry? Name. Not like whatever. A real, like, I always, yeah. yeah. Like a real name. Not to make. Not I to, what you mean. Yeah.
0: I say yes. We, we hear another name.
1: I'm going to say no. Okay
0: my last question um okay who does he end the movie with it'll be multiple choice it can be his wife strawberry alone or with somebody else
1: Mm. Now what happens if he's in some weird open relationship with the wife and strawberry? Good,
0: good call. Um, then either one gets it. Then if you choose, then if you choose wife or strawberry, you'd get it either way. Because I don't want to put a fifth one in there. And I, I will say, like, if he if he leaves town and he still hasn't ended his marriage with his wife, like it's not if he's married. It's who he's you know actively yeah. in a relationship with. So it's not necessarily just the marriage. It's 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 what he feels actively in his
1: wants heart. to be with. Yeah. Yes. So strawberry, the wife, somebody mm-hmm. else or nobody mm-hmm. I'm going to say nobody uh, we go the same
0: way This, yeah I think alone as well okay so we answered similar a lot but we're different on one two we're different on four of the questions so okay. there's enough there
1: All okay right. what do you think of this movie and initial thoughts like watching the trailer
0: I'm not that excited for it I wouldn't I wouldn't go out of my way if it was on streaming I, I might I might check it out however watching the trailer for the Florida Project I would have thought exactly the same thing and I really like the Florida Project so basically Based off of that, I am excited for it. If it's if it's nearly as good as the Florida project, I'll enjoy it.
1: Yeah, I think. So. Yeah, I agree. I um, based on the Florida project, and I, I'm not going to lie. Like the trailer looks. cute. There's some jokes. I hope they haven't spoiled all the jokes. And, and the jokes aren't really like joke jokes. They're just kind of mm-hmm. like these funny lines, like the cardio line I said earlier, and stuff like that. But I think there's going to be some humor in here. Mm-hmm. So
0: yeah, yeah. No, I know I am excited for it. Not necessarily based
1: off the trailer, but yeah. Do you know the, where uh, this director. is?
0: Have you looked? Uh, I think I did I think it's just available to rent let me pull up my just watch
1: well check your libraries because I don't know how you saw X but X was on Hoopla
0: oh was it really? I rented it look at me so Red Rocket is available on Crave. Okay. So there you go. So there it's you. available to rent, but if you have Crave, do that. And if you have Hoopla, it's worth giving it a shot because I think I looked up X and I don't think it told me about Hoopla. So damn you, uh, Just Watch.
1: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I'm I'm intrigued. It looks funny. He looks good. The main actor, like he looks like, again, if this is kind of like a comedic, like, a, like, I, like I picture this is a story character story or uh, a, a character, or what's the word? looking for um, character, a character study That, thank you I was like it's not story right. it doesn't sound right I think it's gonna be a character study on him like I, th- I feel like it's like the guy who's come home because everything's washed up and he's kind of like middle-aged and like what is he doing with his life kind of mm-hmm. yeah as long as it's done well which again based on the Florida project based on again A24 This, I've, you know if I got a nickel for every time I say this they more often than not I don't think I've hated anything that A24 has put out maybe the green I don't know if I hated the green knife, but they, um... I trust them that they've obviously bought this movie because they thought something. And there's a bunch of... I didn't pause the trailer, but it does have a bunch of, like, audience award winner kind of things and a bunch of festival Like, that it has that typical screen that comes up. So, fingers <laughs> crossed. Fingers crossed.
0: If we didn't do this movie, then I had another one queued up that I had heard about. Another A24 film. And I'm blank on the title. See if you know. It's about a family who has a um, uh, an android, and it goes on the fritz, and they got to get it repaired.
1: Hmm. <laughs> no.
0: I think it was Colin Farrell in it.
1: No. Now I got it what's going on
0: yeah, that's it yeah it's called After Yang is the movie never another heard. A24 look, looks, looks very weird
1: never heard of it yeah look at it right here from last yeah, check year out
0: the, check out the trailer for it it might uh it looks like a strange a strange movie kind of like a maybe like a Her type movie like it's got that vibe to it right anyway yeah all right. But, yeah, next, Red Rocket, so...
1: All right, well, you thank back you, up Liz- with us
0: in a little while?
1: Yeah, 100%. And then I think, uh, I think, I don't remember what... We'll talk about this more off-air, but I have a feeling... I think there's some more interesting movies coming out to theaters, coming. Okay. That we can...
0: I don't know if it's going to get a wide release. Um, also, guy from the guy on TikTok, this was one of his favorite movies
1: um, that he's seen recently. Was Marcel the shell with shoes on? Oh, have you ever seen the shorts? No. It started. I think there's two or three shorts on YouTube. The shell is voiced by Jenny Slate. Um, oh, really? Okay. Yeah, from obviously Big Mouth and everything, everywhere all at once, and plus various other things. Um, she um, she does the voice of Marcel. You should watch the tr- you should watch the um, the YouTube shorts and see if you like. They're, it's very cute and funny, but it was like a YouTube shorts from like 10 years ago. and I guess they finally okay. have have done this movie, but he saw it and liked it.
0: It's, he said it's one of his favorite movies this year. Like he said, he said it's amazing. Like it's just a feel-good movie. It's really good. That but I looked it up and it's only playing in, it's in one theater in Toronto right now. It's not even close to me. So I don't know. But it's not on streaming either. So
1: Yeah, and maybe, maybe we'll have to wait. I, I get the impression it's probably mm-hmm. a very niche film. Um, yeah. But um, but yeah, we'll see for sure. All right. All right, sir. Be safe, be well. Listeners, be safe, be well. And we will uh, we'll touch base in a couple of weeks. All right. Talk to you soon. Later, buddy.